Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house, motivation and inspiration. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now, if you're new here, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do. Every week we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use it for motivation and inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. So let's jump right in. So you might have noticed something a little different if you're following along each week. Keisha's house is starting to grow. No longer is this podcast titled Keisha's House. It is now expanded to really focus on the root of what we do here at Keisha's House, and that is to motivate and inspire. Specifically, the mission of Keisha's House is to motivate and inspire you to upgrade yourself, your life, and your future so you can truly begin living. So from this day forth, Keisha's House is now known as Keisha's House Motivation and Inspiration. Very excited for this new change. There's been so much growth happening for me personally, and I hope that there's been a lot of growth for you this past week as well. So this past week's quote, as you know, is inspired by the book of the month and again we're doing something a little bit different here y'all there's so much goodness in the seven habits of highly effective people by stephen covey that one month alone cannot truly grasp all of the highlights and just the nuggets of wisdom and inspiration that can be found in the book So we're stretching it out for another month, and I don't think we'll disappoint. So with that being said, last week's quote, again, inspired by the book of now the next month, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the quote goes as follows. I am who I am today because of the choices I made yesterday. I am who I am today because of the choices I made yesterday by Eleanor Roosevelt. And what I loved about this past week's quote, again, it's so practical. It's so practical. But yet it's that subtle reminder for us to identify and recognize that every day has value. Every day has value because what we do today can set us up for success tomorrow. And you know what I also thought was really interesting? When we read this quote, and and I did this very thing. I am who I am today because of the choices I made yesterday. And yesterday normally means, well, in the last 24 hours, right? But the reality is, when we read this quote, because again, I know I did, I thought of yesterday being decades ago. And maybe it's because I was thinking of the author, Eleanor Roosevelt, right? She is one of our former first ladies, and I was assuming she may have been 
saying this quote in the context of talking about her life, you know, decades of her life and the choices she made over that time. But I really think that we can look at this quote a little bit more specific. And I mean, I think we can look at this quote as not one that we have to hold on to talk about decades or years or lifetimes. I really think that we can talk about this quote in terms of yesterday. You know, if today is Monday, well then, okay, well, what did I do yesterday, Sunday? What did I do to, to set myself up for success today? And I think that's interesting because I, I know there's oftentimes when there's something that we need to do or something that we know we should choose to spend our time doing and preparing so we can be set up for something that's coming up, whether it's setting up and preparing ourselves for work. Oh, this is a good one. Maybe you might be in the same boat with me. Monday mornings. In fact, any morning, Monday through Friday, can be a bit hectic, to say the least. It's getting up early, trying to get a workout in, trying to maybe tidy up the kitchen a little bit, getting the kids up, getting everybody dressed and ready and out the door. And then we're driving with enthusiasm to get to work while dropping everybody at their summer programs or school or daycare. It can be a marathon. But how many times do we say, man, I couldn't find my keys today? Well, when we go home that evening, do we say, you know what, let me put the keys in this one specific spot so I can be better prepared for tomorrow so I'm not wasting precious time trying to find my keys. (laughs) And the reality is, we don't always set ourselves up for success. And yes, it may mean in terms of years and decades, but I'm also a strong believer in just because something is in our past, it does not have to define our future. It doesn't have to hold our future hostage. That's one of our past quotes as well. So how can we continue to look forward? How can we continue to look forward? You know, one of my aunts, I had an amazing conversation with her, and it ranged for about three hours in way in the morning. I think I went to bed at three o'clock in the morning. And we had this great discussion about the past is behind us. There is no need to reminisce. There's no need to reminisce. Obviously, when you have those memories you want to share and laugh and smile and learn from, of course, those are there. They're this library that we can reach back and flip through those pages. But when it comes especially to the negativity, sometimes we can get so stuck in having to explain the past over and over again. And then we get stuck there, kind of like quicksand. If we stand in it a little too long, we get sucked in a little too much. And next thing you know, we just meant to dabble, but now we're up in our hips with it, right? Like we're sinking and we don't want that. So leave the past behind us. 
just like we do here each week. We grade the week and whatever that grade is, we set it behind us because it's over. We only have the now. And that was the other end of our conversation. I was always talking about, okay, well, you know, in the future. And she's like, no, 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 stay present. Oh, what goodness. There are quotes that we've had this year as well. That is that constant reminder of being present. Being present in the moment. How great is that? If we can just continue to lean on everything that we are continuously learning, man, I am who I am today because of the choices I made yesterday. When I can make the choice to leave my past behind me, when I can make the choice to stay present in the moment, when I can make the choice to prepare to set myself up for success, Ah, there's just so much goodness there. So that was last week for me. And if I had to grade my week, I'm giving myself a solid B. And this is why I'm giving myself a B because I was aware of the choices that I could and probably should have been making But self-awareness was there, but I also recognized that I had to have the desire to put the action behind all of the things I needed to do. So if I wake up two, three days in a row, and it's still hectic, those two, three days in a row, well, I was aware of it, but I got to put some action behind it, and that action needs to be changed. I got to make some changes. I got to make some choices. So I'm not running into the same obstacles each day. So this is definitely one of those quotes I'm going to continue to lean on. And I hope you are too. Continue to lean on and mold so you can develop and grow. So what grade would you give yourself? And remember, we don't fail here. We don't fail here. We don't fail at life. Life can get heavy and life can get hard, but we don't fail. So if you had to give yourself a grade, would you give yourself an A, a B, or a C? And then when you give yourself that grade, again, this is your personal rubric scale. Identify what areas might need some tweaking. For me is I got to follow through with the action. The awareness is 100% there. Now we got to put some action behind it. Now we got to find some changes and make some choices. But what is it for you? And once you've identified it, make a mental note of what those tweaks need to be and set that side, that week behind you. It's over. And that's okay. It may not have been perfect. And we're not necessarily striving for perfection, are we? We're just trying to do a little bit better than what we did yesterday. That's it. A little bit better than what we did yesterday so we can continue to propel forward. Ah, such goodness. Such goodness. So now that we have set our past week's quote behind us and we have identified our grade from last week and set that behind us, let's lean in to the book of the month now pushing into two months and I have been so excited 
to share all of this with you this week. This day was not coming quick enough. And in the book, they talk about organizing. Organizing. And specifically, the author tells us to organize and execute around our priorities. But what really got me excited is that he gave us this chart. And he gave us this chart to help us place different situations so we understand if those situations are important, if they're urgent, or if they're not important, or if they're not urgent. And specifically, the author reminds us that we are not to just manage time, but what we really need to focus on is managing ourselves. And that hit home. Because in that last week's quote, we talked about the choices I made is is part of getting me to where I am today, right? But if we're going to focus on managing ourselves, that means that we, we are the denominator that's going to decide the true outcome of where we go in life. Again, same aunt, full of wisdom. She did this exercise with me and she helped me in terms of just really reminding me that regardless of the situation, I can't control other people, but I can control myself, my emotions, and the choices and the decisions that I make. And when you put your hand up, your thumb is pointing where? It's pointing at you. It's about you and the choices that you're making. So it's the fact that we have to manage, not time, but manage ourselves. So if you put this quadrant together and if you made an X in the middle and that top left quadrant, if you say urgent and then put the words urgent and important and to the right of that, you would write not urgent, important. And then in the bottom left, you'd write not important, urgent. And then to the right of that, you would put not important, not urgent. And what's interesting is that the author reminds us that there's different things that are going to be in each one of these things. So like the not important and the not urgent, that's all of our busy work in that bottom right corner. That's the busy work and all the things that we know we don't really need to be doing, but all those other things just seem like they're too hard, so we don't want to do those things. So we go find some work to keep us busy so we don't actually have to do the true work, right? The hard work. And if you move to your left in that not important but urgent, those are the meetings that kind of pop up. Those are those interruptions in your day. Those are those things that, you know, if you're at home and school calls and you got to run to the school, you weren't planning that. But it's, hey, you got you to go. It's urgent. But it may not be for something that's super important. It could be like, well, your kid kind of forgot for you to sign the permission slip for something not life or death (laughs) but it's urgent you got to go and do it and in that top right hand quadrant it talks about prevention and planning and then in the top left it talks about that urgent important that's the crises that's the problems and oftentimes we find ourselves being this fire department where we're constantly 
putting out fires everywhere. We're just putting out fires. And because we're constantly trying to put out the fires, and let's be real, when you're good, when you are good at putting out fires, every time someone sees smoke, they call you. Isn't that true? When you're good at handling situations, whether it's personal or at work or professional, if you are good at what you do, at putting out those fires, as soon as there is smoke, people are calling you. Because where there's smoke, there's fire, right? They're calling you. And if we get stuck in that quadrant of urgent, we get to nothing else. Because remember, we have another area that's not urgent, but it is important. And that not urgent, important quadrant is the most important that the author shares with us. He tells us that if we can prepare, if we can specifically look at our week as a whole and identify what roles we have. We all have many roles. We all wear many hats. You may be a parent. You may be a spouse. You may be a child. You may be a coworker. You may be a business owner. You may sit on a board. We wear all of these hats. But every one of those roles have their own specific obligations. They all have their own obligations. So how do we manage all of this? How do we make sure that we are staying on top of it? You know, they talk about success in one area. Can success in one area compensate for poor performance in another area of our lives? That was, that was profound to me. Because sometimes we may say, well, I'm really, really good at work. But I'm not good at taking care of myself physically. But that's okay. I can neglect that because I am amazing at work. But what happens now when our health deteriorates because we didn't take time to prioritize us? So can we truly afford to have success in one area? And can that success compensate for poor performance in another area of our lives? I don't think so. I don't think so. And as I thought about that and as I pondered on it, I kept thinking about balance. Balance, like a balance beam. Because if you put too much weight on one area, what happens? The balance beam will fall. Do you remember seesaws when we were kids? If you put too many kids on one side, you'd push the other kid up in the air. But if some other kids scrambled onto the other side, it would start to balance itself out. And if you took all the kids, jumped off at one time, the other side, those kids would come crashing down really quickly. I think we got to find balance, but how do we find that? It's in that preparation. It's in knowing that every day there is value for our day and our day can impact tomorrow. So the quote for this week is, Balance is not something you find. It's something you create. Balance is not something you find. It's something you create by Jana Kingsford. And that brings me to that quadrant that our author in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People remind us. 
getting in that prevention, focusing on the planning. The planning. Because if you can prepare, and if you can see areas that may need a little bit of attention, and if you can identify areas that might cause a potential issue, you can avoid those issues from happening because you were able to catch it beforehand. Let's focus on that this week. Let's try to lean in and try to find some balance and know that you do have control over the balance. Balance is not something you find. It's something you, you, you create. I'm excited for this week because this is a new, fresh challenge. And I think each week we're building on each other. We're building. And I don't know about you, but I know I'm growing. And I hope you are too. And I'm hoping that these quotes are pushing you, are motivating you, are inspiring you to think about your days just a little bit differently and your weeks a little bit differently. As always, I'm excited. Be safe. Remember to upgrade yourself, your life, and your future so you can truly begin living. And remember, balance is not something you find. It's something you create. Have a wonderful week.